What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. If this is your first time tuning in or if you're returning, you're iconic. Today, we're going to be talking about the scammies. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 The, the, the scammies are at it again, guys. But before we get into this tea, y'all, make sure you go ahead and follow me on social media at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and go and subscribe to YouTube as well. Love that for you. And now, bitch, let's discuss the Grammys because (sighs) I'm tired. I'm really, really tired. But I'm just going to go over a couple things because, you know, I got to say, you know, the best compilation soundtrack for visual media that went to Encanto, which deserve. I, I, I really do think so. Um, best comedy album, Dave Chappelle. I don't have an opinion on that because I don't really listen to comedy albums. Ozzy Osbourne, best rock. That seems pretty um, accurate. I don't know. I'm not really a super rock fan, but you know, if Miley Cyrus was in that genre last year, she would have taken that home. But you know, that's um, a T. Very, very nasty spirits over there at the Scammies for that one. Plastic Cards deserved a Grammy. Now, best rock performance, Brandy Carly. I have no idea. I don't. Yeah. Um, best country album, Willie Nelson, A Beautiful Time. I've been told that that's accurate. Um, best country duo, group performance, Carly Peace and Ashley McBird. I have no idea who that is. Country solo performance, Willie Nelson. Best R&B went to Robert Glasper. Now, if you are a black creative and you don't know who this man is, please learn your music history. Like, please, please. And, you know, I saw, um, obviously, if you're on social media, you've seen Chris Brown's Meltdown. You have, you know, um, it's a reoccurring theme that he's not getting his flowers because of what he has done in his past. And in a lot of cases, even recent, you know, a lot of those behaviors from the past have seeped into, well, current times. Karushi being one of them. Let's just. Let's just be real there. And with us, if you've seen the Grammys, if you know the Grammys, if you're on Twitter, if you keep up with music Twitter, you know that some Grammy voters have stated their opinions and why they vote the way they vote and why they voted the way they voted this year and what they think about people winning awards and whatnot. And it has become even more clear than what it was and you know each year it becomes more and more clear that these awards aren't being given to people because this is the music that truly represents this category it's just not people aren't winning awards because of the quality of music people are winning awards because of personal opinions and we can look at it and be like you know it It's not so much that a person that may win a category doesn't deserve something or whatever, but 
it's just the simple fact like and you can be honest you can say this person does deserve this more because when we look at the quality when we look at the reception not only just from people who do like this person but the people who don't and the people who are moved by this music by this art by this creative outlet that this artist has created for others to really uh, see themselves in you know and resonate with it's just it, it, we, we we gotta be serious we know what the grammys are about so I mean, and at this point, I would think Chris Brown knows what the Grammys are about. And, you know, regardless of my personal opinion on him focusing on the music, I still don't think he should have won. <laughs> I mean, no shade, no shade. It's not shade. I can be shady if I want to, because I do have personal opinions about Chris Brown. But, you know. I mean, just looking overall, he would have probably been, honestly, Good Morning Gorgeous. I honestly think that's an amazing R&B album. Um, it's very, very classic. And I just don't think that Chris Brown would have even been the second to win that one. Um, best R&B song, Cuff It. Let's just be real. If it wasn't going to Cuff It, it was going to Hours and Hours. Oh, I love that song in... That song really, really moved people's souls. You know, she can go anywhere and perform that song and people are going to be screaming it back to her. Now, as for Cuff It, we all know Cuff It has been having its moment on its own. Not because it was a single, not because it had a video, not because of nothing, but just people being moved by it. Everyone and their moms know that Cuff It dance. <laughs> be serious. Best traditional R&B performance. Plastic off the sofa. I need, I, I need my plastic off the sofa stands to get up. Even my plastic on the sofa stands. Come join. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need to stand in solidarity right now. Because see, all y'all out there? All y'all out there? Who trying to drag my bitch plastic off the sofa? You looking real dumb because y'all faves on Renaissance does not have a Grammy unless it's Cuff It. Okay. Um, let's see. Best alternative music. I don't know who Wet Leg is, but my dog was sure like that. Okay. Bad Bunny. Yep. Best Musica Urbana album. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He so deserved that. Like, without a doubt, he 110% deserved that. I think Maluma probably would have been the next to get that, though. Okay, so best Latin pop album. I'm actually surprised. I mean, I, I don't know too much about this category exactly, but I just kind of assumed that Christina Aguilera may be the one to take it. Um, Best rap performance. Yeah, for sure, Kendrick Lamar. For sure. For sure. That was so iconic to be honest with you um i think that i think there is a misconception a misconception with the song like the way that he utilized the song to speak on other people's experiences but also his experience and to be well honest 
in that music in a way that was very uncomfortable. Um, it made me uncomfortable because of some of the terminology that he was using. It was like, well, why did we feel the need to utilize this terminology? And in the same breath, it's like, could this have been honest without it? Because it's not necessarily about the terminology that is using there is a bigger story there but you do have to pay attention to get it and if you don't then you're going to take it the wrong way but in a way for me it still made me feel some kind of way but it's still like it is so creative he is an artist and i hate to say that's that you know but it is bitch um i think vegas by doja cat i think if we were looking at um like just to be real here and i'm a you know i'm a doja cat girl if we were looking at um popularity it would probably win but also at the same time it's a soundtrack song and it sold two million copies i believe if i'm not mistaken so i mean that's pretty iconic if you ask me now as far as rap album, Kendrick Lamar also did that as well. And I know y'all ate that album up. Now, for best electronic music album, Renaissance Beyonce, absolutely. And y'all have been spreading that clip around of Diplo. <laughs> y'all, he was not being shady. He said he's glad he is a part of that. It's very clear. But because you can't hear what he said... Y'all can literally type anything and it may look that way. And somebody's going to believe it on social media. Like (laughs) the thing about social media is like it's becoming like a trend to spread false information. It's kind of getting ridiculous, to be honest. But best dance electronic recording. Break my soul, Beyonce. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, and I think that song deserves a hell of a lot more than what it got. Because what that song did for us, for our culture, but also for the average working person, for any general person over the last two to three years. How trying the world and life, you know, has been on our souls. That song was so incredibly important and it deserved more than just best dance electronic recording. Be serious. Pop vocal album. Harry Styles. Fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. And it's not that Adele didn't have a great album. I think she had a fantastic album. But... Then again, we are talking about vocal, y'all. <laughs> and that's not shade. And that's not shade because, you know, if we are going to include, you know, the word vocal, I mean, instantly, where's my head going? Be serious. It is going to Adele because she does have the better vocals. But also at the same time, pop vocal is not directly what you think it is. So in reality, Harry House, I, I think it, that was that was deserved. Um, best traditional pop album. Michael Buble, even though I think it should have went to Diana Ross, but that's just me. Um, Best pop duo or group performance. That should have went to Doja. No shade. 
should have went to Doja. No reason for it to be um, going to Unholy. Here's the thing. It had to be somebody to become the first trans person to win. It had to be done. Regardless of my opinion on Kim. Regardless of my opinion on Unholy. Right? It had to be done. So I'm really happy that this is going to kick open even more doors for my lovely transgender community. Love that for y'all. Y'all. Now, for best pop solo performance, Easy On Me by Adele. Absolutely 110%, without a doubt. And there's no question and there's no runner-up. Best new artist, Samara Joy. Huh? No, because like, I was like, what do you mean it's not Anita? And it's not even because you just, you know, you've seen Anita everywhere or whatever, but it's just the fact that like the year that she has had overall, like the amount of people that that girl moved, I don't see anyone on this list that moved a massive amount of people globally, you know, not only in her own country, but also here in a massive US market that's hard to break open. So yeah, but Samantha Joy, I'm not wrong. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm really not mad. You know, I do love when people that we don't know too well do get these achievements because it is a reminder that not everybody that's mainstream should be getting a award because they're mainstream. Um, Song of the year. for real be fucked for real. no and she was gacked a bit miss bonnie was gacked a bit when they called her name i mean we definitely was but she was gacked a bit she couldn't even believe it herself she couldn't even believe it herself um but when you look at everyone on here now song of the year is really really looking especially for that lyrical content as well when we're really looking at song of the year and you know her getting on that stage and really explaining you know what that song was about how it came about why she wrote it and all that stuff it really gave you a clear idea and image on why it would have been chosen for song of the year and with that being known i can't be one to be like well nope she didn't no 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 you know what i mean like i haven't heard the song personally but song of the year should be a song that i really think people put all of themselves into and i mean and not in a shallow way. When I say shallow, I just mean not super deep. Like, to be honest with you, Break My Soul hit a lot of marks to hit the soul, right? But it's not anything of lyrical complexity, if that makes sense. And sure, maybe, you know, Song of the Year doesn't have to be the most lyrical, you know, lyrically depth. But I think it should be, I think, because that's really the category that really focuses on the song itself um, and not necessarily. I mean, you know, the message does matter, but it's really what you put into it. But next anyway. Um, but if if she didn't win for song of the year, if you ask me, 
I would have liked to see um, either Break My Soul win that, or I would also like to see All Too Well, just because of, again, focusing on the song aspect of it. Um, Record of the year. Um, About Damn Time, Lizzo. I'm not mad at that at all. Honestly, I it, that song got a lot of people up. It got a lot of people up. I do think Break My Soul did more for people naturally. Just because, again, the song resonates with you no matter who you are. Especially over the last decade. And I know like Lizzo's music makes you feel that. But Break My Soul not only made you feel that, it said it. Like, dead ass, just said it. Had people literally quitting their jobs. Be serious. I'm going to find happiness. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people took it literally. It was meant to be taken literally. It was recorded with the idea that it was going to be speaking to you directly and that's what it feels like when you hear that song that's record of the year i'm so very serious um album of the year (laughs) i'm gonna take a minute to sit and talk on this one just very quickly because here's what i'm gonna say harry styles did not pick himself to win that award. Harry Styles makes good music. You may not get it. It may not be for you. Harry Styles' music is very quality. I don't think he's not deserving of the award. He makes music that feels very... It it does feel timeless. It feels like very reminiscent of, you know, music back in the day with a nice modern twist to it. It just feels very vintage, very modern vintage. You know, it is original. It's not music that you hear every day. You know what I mean? People who make music like that don't really win, per se, in the eyes of people who are mainstream. Right? Because that's just the tea. That's not the music that really makes it mainstream. You know? But Harry Styles has built a name for himself. And then went into a solo career. And then built the foundation for himself based on music that resonates with him and other people. But at the same time, again... I don't think Harry Styles is not deserving of the award. This is the fourth time that Beyonce has been snubbed for album of the year. How many times do you have to make album of the year before you are awarded album of the year? Look how that album made people move. And when that Grammy voter said, every time Beyonce drops it, you know, it's like people are supposed to move. Like nobody says that though. Nobody says that. Nobody says you have to move. When Beyonce drops, but you feel that, do you not? You feel the intensity in the shift of the industry when she drops. No? 
So what's the issue? Now it's a personal opinion that is stopping her from winning this award. Because if you look around the globe, look at the people that are moving. Plastic off the sofa. Break my soul. Cuff it. Cuff it wasn't even supposed to be a single. They were sending church girl to radio. Well, be serious. Plastic off the sofa is not even a single. You got an album getting songs on it awarded, but not the album winning itself. How you got songs on this massive album winning Grammys, songs not even singles, but you not winning album of the year. Meanwhile, other bitches is only getting nominated for what? The one song. Look at the, look at it. You saying, oh, best song here, best song here, best song here. You're, Come on now. And every time she's lost to a white person. <laughs> no, be serious. Be serious. And my whole thing is, I, I didn't tweet it, but I wanted to tweet it. But I didn't want to see, like, I didn't want to sing bitter after the fact. But it was like, I really want somebody to get up on that stage and be like, this isn't right. Adele did. And I haven't seen a single person do it since. Because I understand we want the Grammys. We do. At the end of the day, we want the Grammys to just be better. We don't necessarily want to do away with the Grammys. At this point, do we feel we have to just do away with them and restart over? Yes. The issue is the Grammys has been sexist, racist, all the isms in the books for several years, for several decades, for a very, 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 very long time. And putting a black man as the face of the Grammys did nothing but just make him the face. It's not something that can be quote unquote reformed. You literally have to knock that shit down and rebuild it. The Grammys is something that you have to dig up and replant and reseed and water and regrow that bitch. Had a hip hop celebration performance missed the whole 2010s, y'all. It missed the whole 2010s. I mean, there was no Drake. There was no Nicki. There was no Lil Wayne, bro. Like, wow. There was no Kim. There was no Foxy. There was nothing. You had Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper, and Glorilla. Like, I need you to be fucking serious. You skip from Queen Latifah and Salt and Pepper to Glorilla. Be serious. No, like, actually think about that. How much time have you missed and where did you really appreciate female rap? Three female rappers out of how many female rappers that actually do have hits that people... Where the fuck even was Eve? No, y'all need to be motherfucking serious. It's amazing to me because black people really don't win because they just did that hip hop performance because they were under fire for not properly appreciating hip hop. Did y'all hear that Quavo and Offset got into a fight behind the stage because the Grammys asked Offset to perform with Quavo? After Quavo was performing a song he specifically wrote to perform for Takeoff and tribute to him. So they got into a fight and they had to be separated. And now that's being reported to look bad on them. Why the hell did the producers 
as offset to come in on a moment that Quavo had. Why not give Offset his own moment? I blame the producers because they wanted to create some views moment. Well, we have a a fan favorite that's not nominated performing. Who? Who was that? And y'all confirmed this. It just looked like you were very desperate for viewers and you are... There's no reason Beyonce did not walk away with album of the year last night. The way that that album moved souls. People were moving. People were getting up and dancing. The joy that I seen. The joy that I had seen, y'all. In the midst of this album release. I haven't seen people be that joyful and that just, wow, I haven't seen that from people in so long, especially after the pandemic. I haven't seen people really moving like that since 2016. The energy was just crazy. I cannot believe she didn't walk away with album of the year. And there's no way. I'm sorry. There's no way that Harry Styles won album of the year. The only thing that I can possibly think of is these white men. Oh, mind you, they confirmed that one of the Grammy producers. What was it? I think it was either a family member or their child was the voice at the beginning of As It Was by Harry Styles. The song won a Grammy and so did the album for album of the year. When I'm sitting and I'm looking at this list. I see white men making these decisions and Harry Styles does have a very vintage old white man's sound. I know I explained that a bit, but that sound that's vintage and old that's coming, you know, from, you know, I'm just saying it is. It's coming from some older white sounds. And when these white men are hearing this man in a time where it is very pop produced and whatnot, and they're hearing it, and they're like, oh, well, that's album of the year. That sounds exactly like something I would watch. Meanwhile, not watch, but listen to. Meanwhile, overlooking something that has moved, well, for one, literally not only, well, your people over there in the white section who is doing the cuff it dance and really can't hit the one, two, and threes, but just in general, everybody, everybody was moved. But You have a personal opinion that Beyonce is overrated. So now you're overlooking her work instead of focusing on the quality here. That's not to say that Harry is not quality. Harry is not saying he doesn't deserve, but Beyonce deserved that more. It's not the fact that she's lost three times and now she deserves it this year. It's the fact that every year she's given you album of the year, but you won't fucking give it to her because she deserves it and she's owed it. She's worked for it. Didn't drop not one damn visual, not one damn performance. Gave you nothing but an album, a project to focus on. Just the project. She gave you one song, no video, no rollout, no nothing. Just the music. That's album of the fucking year. It's time for us to be serious. 
Still got two more fucking acts, by the way, because this is only act one. And we don't have no sort of visuals for act one. We in a a three-part, you know, we in a three-year part, I don't know, rollout with Beyonce right now. It's crazy. It's so crazy, y'all. The Grammys just didn't get it right. And they haven't been getting it right for so long. And <sighs> Nicki Minaj, Roman Holiday hit number two on iTunes yesterday. <laughs> and it was trending over the Grammys yesterday as well. Yeah. I mean, that's a statement in itself. That's a statement in itself. There's no reason why Nicki Minaj does not have a Grammy. Sure, she has 10 nominations, but who fucking cares? Have you gone to her shows? Wireless? The UK? Chasing her down the streets like it's fucking MJ? Oh, when she said that in the song, she was dead ass. And y'all saw it years after she said that. Y'all need to not fucking play. Like, <laughs> Nick, like be serious. Nicki Minaj is that motherfucking girl. In Super Freaky Girl not getting a nomination, do we have a problem not getting a nomination in melodic rap especially? You know, like I said, like it, it just doesn't make sense to me that Big Energy, a pop song, a poppy rap song, would not be moved to pop, but Super Freaky Girl would. And what are you going to say? Because... There was a live performance, too, for you to add, too, as well, for rap performance. So, again, we've seen time and time again where Grammy voters are specifically telling us. Like, when that Grammy voter said that they thought that, oh, you know, every time Beyonce dropped something, where you know, they act like we're supposed to move or blah, 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 blah. I knew she wasn't going to win album of the fucking year because of that. I knew a personal opinion was going to get in the way. These are just one or two of them. Imagine the others. And we've known that this is their thought process for several years. But nobody's, not a goddamn thing doesn't matter. Like, you can look at these responses and you can see the bias. You can hear the bias. But nothing is ever done. Like, why are we not, you know, regularly cleaning house with bitches inside the academy? What is happening? It's really, uh, (laughs) y'all. It's really nasty because, you know, the Grammys process is really crazy. It's really like an election. Um, I mean, essentially, it has almost the same process in a way. You know, you have your basis of Grammy voters. I mean, you know, people who are on the committee, people like fucking Jason Lee or whatever, who will eventually get people sent up to where they're going to have like what the electoral fucking college decide who's actually going to fucking win at the end of the day. And it's really exhausting because these people who have for one, yes, the last say, but first of all, the people who are generally like on the committee and whatnot, like I understand, you know, if you want to have like Victoria Justice or whatever, like that makes sense. But Jason Lee, like be serious. Anyway, like it just it blows my mind and people wonder why, you know, artists aren't getting what they deserve. Do we forget how many artists are out there in general? 
right? So why is it that we only focus on those who are mainstream or those who pull bigger numbers or whatever? Because the fact is, just because you pull a bigger number doesn't mean you're going to win, but it means you're going to get nominated. Like, it's just so ass backwards. Like, it doesn't make sense. But whatever, y'all. That's it. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because I don't have too much more to say about this. It's just going to piss me off because I didn't do a Grammys review last year. I did it the year before last, but I didn't do it last year specifically because I was just over it. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Whatever, fine. And, you know, I wasn't going to watch this year. I didn't really watch last year. But, you know, they were like, oh, well, female guest who's not nominated. And we're like, well, who? Oh, now for doing a hip hop performance. So now people think it might be Nikki. Everyone's seeing Flowers and Miley Cyrus's band rehearsing and all that stuff. And now we're like, Miley? So like, they really, really let it, you know, run on social media that there were going to be so many surprises and blah, 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 and all that, blah, blah, blah. Just for us to get on there and for them to have a hip hop celebration full of motherfucking men and maybe one or two women. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is, this is definitely a celebration of what hip hop has been. Always putting the men up fucking front when we have females who have also carried just as much weight, if not more, as a lot of these people on stage. But anyway, y'all, I'm hopping off here. Thank you so much for listening. The Grammys pissed me the hell off. And you want to know what? Again, we want to see them do better. We grew up watching the Grammys. The Grammys has always been something prestigious in our minds, you know? Back to Whitney Houston, you know, getting up on that motherfucking stage and winning for, you know, I will always love you. Like, come on now. I'm like, you know, (sighs) the industry is in shambles in regards to, you know, music for sure. Yes, we know that music is not what it used to be. But also music is not what it used to be because of this industry, because the industry has decided to put popularity over art because labels have, you know, decided to invest in numbers that are going to come from TikTok rather than someone who's going to give you an album that's truly a piece of them. And at the same time, will grow a fan base over a couple of years. They don't want to wait a couple of years. They want the fan base now. And if you don't have it, you're going on the back burner and you're going to get sidelined for several years. Look at Ray. Seven years she hadn't been able to release her debut album. Now it's challenging for number motherfucking one. You need to be motherfucking serious. This industry is very nasty. And until the very artists that want these accolades and actually get them to start doing and saying something, nothing's going to change. Not a single thing. It's just not. And I think, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, the Grammy CEO is now black. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Like, if somebody black went and took over, let's say, what? This, you know, they were, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, they're running the police, right? Like the police station. I forgot the name of the person who's in charge of the title that they have, right? So let's say, like, there's a white person that's, you know, in charge of the uh, precinct and all that stuff, right? So somebody go ahead and they, you know, the head cop and duty and all that stuff. They replace the white guy with a black guy. What would that really do for something that can't be reformed? Nothing. It would still need to be burnt to the ground, right? All that's done is they just replaced the white guy with a black guy and thought that would solve the issue. Right? 
Like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense to me. And no matter how many years we go forward, we're going to continue to take steps back because nobody actually wants to address the root of the problem. People are yelling and screaming at Harry like, oh, Harry, what, 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 Harry did this, Harry, what, 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 what. first of all, Harry wasn't expecting to win. He probably felt like someone else deserved it more. People were screaming that Beyonce should have won while he was accepting his speech. Interviewers were asking, does he think that Beyonce should have won the award? Um, Obviously, we all think that. But also at the same time, he's probably trying to take in this moment because he did win a Grammy for Album of the Year. And that is huge. But like, that is not this man's fault. Whose fault is it? Who voted for him to win? Ah, those same people who you saw an interview from. Those Grammy voters who were interviewed? Yeah, them. Hold these people accountable. Hold the Recording Academy accountable. If you can do that shit for Netflix and make them stop password sharing, you can do some shit to make some sort of movement in the area for the Grammys. But nobody really wants to do that. Maybe it's time that we have something else prestigious come along and award people correctly. Maybe there's something else that needs to be built. I don't know what, but the Grammys alone is just not doing it. When the Latin Grammys are recognizing our people especially before the Recording Academy's original Grammys, we have an issue. Anyway, y'all, with that being said, I'm hopping off here. (laughs) I really am this time, I promise you. Grammys is stressful. They're annoying. And something needs to be done. They will answer for their crimes, y'all. But all right, y'all, make sure you go ahead and drink some water. Eat some good food. Take care of yourself today. All right, guys. I'm going to do the same. Get me some tea. And I'm going to do what I do. All right, y'all. I'm hopping off here. Peace.